Welcome to the More Than a Physique podcast. I'm your host, Kristen Jansen, online fitness coach, content creator, and competitive bodybuilder and powerlifter. In this podcast, we help you discover your inner athlete. Each episode will enhance your life as we provide you insights on all things health, fitness, and personal development. Now let's bring out your inner athlete. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the More Than a Physique podcast where we discuss ways to ignite all areas of your life surrounding health, fitness, and becoming mentally elite. I'm your host, Kristen Jansen, and welcome everyone to episode 47. I hope you all are enjoying your week so far. We are officially in our last week of April and I think our fifth week here in uh, British Columbia of self-isolation. Because of that, I thought I would do an episode. Yes, of course, everything seems to be kind of surrounding COVID-19 as of late, but I think that it's pretty important that we continue to discuss this topic just because I think a lot of people are still struggling mentally. You know, this is something that I've been talking about quite a bit, and I'm going to talk about it a little bit more in today's episode. But very briefly, I really do think that a lot of people are going to reach their acceptance phase as to what is going on at their own rate. So if you're sick of hearing about COVID-19, think of this more as a personal development podcast episode, and you can apply everything that I'm talking about today in other areas of your life. If you're struggling with other areas. It doesn't have to be completely related to COVID-19. You can relate this to anything that you have going on. So in today's episode, we are going to talk about if people are really coping strategically through COVID-19 or anything else that you have going on personal in your life. As we all try to settle into our new normal, strategically coping with everything has never been more important. Something I want to start off by saying, though, is that coping and distractions are two very different things. Coping is defined as someone who deals effectively with something difficult, whereas distractions are defined as a thing that prevents someone from giving full attention to something else. Very two different things. I have said constantly for the last five weeks now that everyone needs to cope with what is happening and that we are all going to get to this acceptance stage at our own pace. The reason I say at your own pace is because we all need time to grieve. We're all grieving over a world that once was, a world that is never going to be the same again. This grieving process right now is no different than when we lose someone important in our lives. We all grieve and accept that loss at different rates. But during this process of grieving, for a lot of people, I'm finding that we're getting coping and distraction confused. Setting up a morning routine, a schedule for the day, or even a nighttime routine for yourself, or even ensuring that you're journaling, meditating, and exercising are all different strategic forms of coping. Whereas sitting and scrolling social media all day and letting the news consume you is not coping. It's hitting the pause button on life and letting distraction take over. This lack of self-awareness for what's going on and this lack of actively trying to accept what's going on is only going to prolong your grieving process. Listen, I know it feels like your life has been put on hold and the last thing you want to do is think about what's really going on. 
it's the easy way out, right? To try to distract yourself from the bigger issues at hand. So I get it. But ignoring your emotions, it has a way of blowing up in your face later on. We've all been through that, right? Where we suppress our emotions for too long. Eventually, we explode. And who's in the line of fire? Typically, people we care about. Our spouses or even our kids. I know it's easy to ignore your emotions and stay distracted now, but the repercussions later on hardly seems worth it. So what can you do? Today we're going to talk about some more effective ways that you can start coping with what is happening right now. The first strategy is to make sure that you're setting an intention each day. This is the first thing that I do every single morning as soon as I wake up. I really find it helps me set the tone for the day. I try setting an intention by just listing three words that I want this day to be filled of. Some examples are joy, love, passion, hard work, and fun. These are just a few of my words that I often use to set the tone for my day. And sometimes they change and quite often they remain the same. But it gives me something to hold myself accountable towards. You can't just set an intention with some words though and think that that's going to make your day wonderful and magical. You have to check in with yourself and ensure you're acting incongruent with the intention you have set out for the day. So for example, if my intention for today was to have fun, but I notice throughout the day that I'm being grumpy and short to those around me, I try to catch myself and redirect my emotions and my actions. I find the best way to be proactive and successful with having a fun day is to have an alarm go off on your phone multiple times a day as a reminder. Today is all about fun. Have that pop up in your phone multiple times a day as your reminder to actually have some fun if that's your intention. And that will allow you to follow through with your intention versus just saying a bunch of feel-good words first thing in the morning and then doing nothing with those words. If you decide that your t intention for the day is to take it easy, there's nothing wrong with that. That's how you cope. That's how you follow through with your plan you set out for yourself. But if your intention is to take it easy and to relax by reading a book, but you're checking social media and the news every 30 minutes, you aren't coping. You aren't acting incongruent with your intention. You're letting distraction win and that leaves you no room to win. The second strategy is to set a schedule for yourself. I don't know about you, but I thrive on to-do lists. It could be something so small like walk the dog and I will put it on the list just so I can have the joy and satisfaction of crossing it off later. It creates that level of accomplishment that we all need that Netflix isn't going to give us each day. So even though we're all stuck at home right now and there might not be much to do, create a schedule for yourself. Even schedule in an episode or two of Netflix. That will help hold you accountable so you don't go off the wagon and watch 100 hours in one sitting, not realizing where the day went. The reason people are so easily doing this right now and watching a bunch of Netflix is because they don't have anything else that they have scheduled for themselves. So schedule in times during the day you're going to eat. Schedule in when you're going to walk the dog. Schedule in your workout session for yourself. Schedule in some reading, time spent with your family, and then schedule in some downtime for yourself. 
Some might be shaking their heads right now thinking that that sounds obsessive, but didn't we all do these things when we were all off to work? We indirectly scheduled what we were going to eat, right? We spent time with our families and we knew when we were going to exercising. So why would it be any different now that we're all working from home? It shouldn't be. And if you want to feel accomplished each day versus just feeling like all of your days are blending and rotting away, I encourage you to take this step seriously. The next strategy that I want you to consider is journaling. The most underrated coping strategy if you really want to get a handle on your emotions and take control of your life. This allows us to create a level of self-awareness in us that we're all lacking. We're so consumed with social media and, and media in general right now that we aren't taking the time to ask ourselves, what person we want to be? How do we want our grandkids to remember us after this experience? Where do we want to be after all of this? And what do we want our legacies to be? All of these questions can be answered and of course they can evolve if we take some time to journal. It's one of the strongest tools for self-reflection and personal development. I want to share something with you that I read on social media the other day that I think is pretty relevant to this. So many people have already watched 100 hours of shows, but didn't spend a single hour journaling about who they want to become, what they want life to feel like and be about, what they really need and love and appreciate, what they're struggling with, how they would like to contribute, what they are proud of and working on, what emotions are happening and why, what their strengths and purposes are, what they could learn or how they could create more happiness for others. You don't get clarity, you seek clarity. Start journaling more, you'd be surprised. The next strategy that I want you to consider is setting new goals for yourself. Listen, they can shut down the world, but they can't take away your dreams. Refreshing your social media every hour is not coping. It's distracting you from what you truly need to do right now. And it's just not helping. So get up each day. Set an intention. What are you going to focus on today? What's your purpose for today? Maybe you're struggling to do this right now because you're stuck in the past thinking about what you should have been doing if COVID-19 wasn't a thing right now. I get it. All of our short-term goals and ambitions for 2020 have changed. But instead of getting caught up in what could have been, I really encourage you to be okay with setting new short-term goals for yourself right now just for your overall sanity. Listen, all of us are being affected negatively in more ways than one right now. The best thing we can do is try to be as adaptable as possible and focus on what we can control. If prior to this, your goals were to hit a strength PR on squats in the gym, unless you're capable of going out and getting a squat rack, you might have to let this short-term goal go for a while. Instead of dwelling and letting that eat at you, it's time to focus on some new short-term goals. Maybe your new short-term goals are to be able to do a pistol squat. Have you ever tried those? Those things are way harder than actual weighted squats. Or maybe to do, you know, your first 20 push-ups in 90 seconds. 
how about how long you can hold a plank? We're never too good for bodyweight movements, so don't underestimate the difficulty of bodyweight movements. My short-term goals have definitely changed. I might not be able to make the amount of gains that I've been wanting to make this year, but I'm okay with that. Instead, my goals are shifting to help people right now and to maintain what I've built. I'm also focusing on building up my cardiovascular endurance and increasing my mobility. So be okay with maintaining your results during this time. Try to be a role model to those around you and be adaptable and open to new short-term goals. This new obstacle that you have to overcome is going to make a story that is much more inspiring when you overcome it. So please, stop hitting that pause button. I know the world seems out of control right now, but you can always control your world. All right, my fellow athletes, that about wraps up this week's episode. I really do hope that you guys found it helpful. Before I sign off on this week's episode, though, I just wanted to quickly take some time to talk to you all about a new program that I've actually just launched on thenattyhour.com. It's a $5 monthly subscription for at-home workouts. Yes, you heard that correctly. It's only $5. This subscription has been designed for anybody who needs to work out from home and just needs some additional accountability as well as some structure. Our first month is already in session and it is going so well so far. So if you are interested and you want to know a little bit more about it, feel free to send me an email, thenattyhour at gmail.com. You can also check out our website, thenattyhour.com slash liftwithtnh and you'll be able to see a detailed video there where I'm discussing everything that you need to know about the subscription. Thank you all so much for listening this week. I look forward to chatting with you all again next week. But until then, go out there, strive for more, be more, and ignite your inner athlete.